Welcome to the Goddess Circle Love. This is a safe place for you to connect with the Goddess within, because you are already a Goddess. Here we're gonna simplify spirituality and mysticism, have deep talks, and align our energies, because your energy is the most valuable resource out there, dear. Your energy shines the light to the whole world. Keep shining, love. Hello, hello, my sunshines. Are you all doing fine? Are you all enjoying the end of October? Are you enjoying the end of Mercury retrograde too? Because, well, communication seems to flow so differently right now. Did you notice? It's like it's smoother. It's easier to speak. It's easier to share. And this is what is important right now for us to share our truth, for us to share our voice and just simply be there because your voice truly matters. Okay, Diary? And with that, let's talk about another thing that really matters in life, which is boundaries. Yes, having boundaries. And this episode is called Boundaries. Are you a vampire or an empath? And in order to tell you more about that, I'm bringing to you an amazing guest speaker, Dahlia. She goes with the nickname River Jazz, and she's a total powerhouse woman. Personally, every time I speak with her, every time I see her work and her sharings, she just has this immense energy to calm you down. It's like you listen to her and you feel the calmness. You listen to her and you feel understood. And the way how she just carries herself is just so charming for me personally, maybe because sometimes I become too fire-based as a Scorpio. But I'm pretty sure you will see and feel what I am talking about right here because she is truly an amazing woman. So meet River Jazz, a massage therapist, a spiritual coach who is dedicating her life's purpose to guiding other souls to connect with their wounds and transform their inner voice. How powerful is that? She is using her patience, wisdom, inner peace, and love through powerful empathy and listening so that people gain greater awareness of their skills and abilities as human beings feeling more aligned with their purpose on earth. So no further ado, I'm bringing to you amazing River Jazz. I hope there is you're going to enjoy this episode. There is lots of wisdom up here and let's just take a deep dive. Hello, dearies. I'm so happy to bring to you this amazing woman today. And we're going to be discussing boundaries. Such a big topic, which I think we can focus on for ages because we all need boundaries in our lives. And at the same time, I think it is something that is really hard to encompass in our lives and to even know how to deal with this. So hello, darling. So happy that you're here with us. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank you very much for having me and your listeners. I'm very happy to discuss this topic for you a little bit. So for those who are really intrigued, keep listening. So we are here to discuss a few important topics. Oh, absolutely. And I think it's also one of the topics that comes a lot when we discuss mindful relationships, 
then we discuss mindfulness in general, like, don't you think so? And first of all is, of course, why do we even need those boundaries? But before we dig into those juicy questions, I want to know more about you, of course, and other people to meet you more. So can you tell me, darling, what is your soul's purpose? You know, what is your soul's journey right now? How did you come into this beautiful path discussing the boundaries in general and, you know, focusing on the consciousness? Right. So I never knew exactly what I wanted to be apart from helping others. That's all I can tell you. But through the years in life experience, uh, I'm a massage therapist and you will find out that more in detail. But being a coach myself too, I learned through life experiences, trauma, relationships, no matter if they are from work relationships or actually love relationships, they teach you pretty much to the core. Even the body experiences that trigger another great impact in my life. So I would say that's my shamanic journey. Every day it's my shamanic journey. I either have a daily basis of things (laughs) happening around me and then I realize, okay, that's a remembrance of this or that. Let's continue this path. Let's carry on and evolve to become a better person. So my soul is about embracing the better me and helping others to do the same, to find their own essence and bring their spiritual beings into this earth. Mm -hmm. You know, just matching this energy and integrate the light right here, right now. Not being like a spiritual accessing through mediumship or whatever. No, you are the living being, the spiritual being, but transformed in flesh and bone. (laughs) I love this. You know, this is what we talk a lot in the goddess circle too, kind of simplifying it and understanding that we are both spiritual people, but we chose to be here on earth as people (laughs) through matter. (laughs) This is why it is essential not to forget it. And we dwell so much in our spiritual practices. And I guess, you know, we are not saints at all in that. Sometimes, you know, we do this too, River Jazz, don't we? Like we get so much into spiritual practices and we need to ground ourselves over and over again every single day. That is correct. And I can tell you that sometimes it's not easy. And But when is, I mean, life itself is simple, I used to say, but that's when you are more in peace. I'm an advocate of working with people's free will, free choice, and my own freedom of time with them. So by saying that, I understand their patterns as well as my own. And if we are in synchronicity, we can choose to become better selves and to find the the right path to discover what is it that we want to, to be, to shine every day? So we recognize each other just to be this amazing, peaceful being. Otherwise, it's not going to be easy for you to recognize that life is really simple. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying because sometimes uh, it's so much information that comes forward and you need to keep the, the track of it. And Right now, I was trying to keep the track of the flush of information that was coming through. So, yeah, you need to be in peace first to recognize that life is simple. When you are in a revolution inside of yourself, that's the time that you are rediscovering yourself. And that's perfectly fine and appropriate. So, all in all, we are okay. (laughs) Absolutely. Every single time. 
Love this. So, Derry, how would you describe spirituality by your own words? What is spirituality to you, actually? Because I know it's so personal to each of us. Okay, so spirituality for me is everything and nothing. Everything that we live, everything that we see with our senses, you know, in all directions, that's the touching bit, the material bit. And then the nothingness is the space that fills us in or that puts the matter together by forces of wanting, not wanting, wanting, not wanting, you know, it's like a pull, push, pull, push. It's like a design. It's a dance, really. Yeah. So for me, spirituality is everything and nothing. It's just literally everything and nothing. Oh my God, I'm getting shivers again. You're like, you're like doing this a lot today. Robot Jazz also sent me the title of the podcast and I just shivered out there. It's just crazy how she does that. Amazing. And of course, the title is Boundaries. Are you a vampire or an empath? So we will talk more about that. But firstly, why do we actually need boundaries in our lives? <laughs> I mean, it's very simple. I'll give you an example so everyone can relate to. And I usually say this almost every session that I have because it's important for people to relate it in a different way. So let's imagine this. We are born as twins, the real twin inside the same sack, right? But we are two. We are not one, is it? We are two beings in there. They are the real twins, even the, the fake twins, so they call it, uh, in different sacks. But you are one being at a time. There's two beings in there. So you are born alone and you will die alone. That's what I usually say, no matter if you are a twin. That's why the relationship of the visual of the sack. Because no matter how much synchronicity we have with each other, with thoughts, with actions, with likes and dislikes, that doesn't make you one. We all make ourselves one. Being in a pla on this planet Earth, we are one. We are a cause, effect, this sort of karma relating to each other. But then when it comes to our own existence, we are always going to be different, no matter how twin we are with another person. That's just cute things that happen along the way. <laughs> Or nice things that happen along the way. So we need boundaries because... And actually, that example of be being a twin in the same sack, how would you say that you're being poked every time on that sack? Do you like it being poked? It's like, do you even have the space to think about it that you like or you don't? You just assume that's the natural state of being. But for other people, we'll understand if they are born alone, no twin whatsoever, they have that space to sort of relate to themselves better. Do I like this? Do I not? Do I react now? Do I not react? And I know that that's not how we think, but that's very automatic, um, the way we express it. Either we repulse it or we laugh about it. Let's put it that simple. So sure. we do need boundaries to know ourselves first. That's the one aspect of it. And then the title becomes, are you a vampire or an empath? Just because of space and respect. And these are all the laws of the universe, really. We are talking about the ancient codes of existence. If you respect me, or actually if I respect you, I'm going to receive respect. If I treat you well, I'm going to be treated well. So 
that's basically it. Remember, life is simple. So with me, it's very simplistic in terms of teachings. But yeah, that's basically it. We start from there and until you believe it. That's another thing that I used to say, that you need to fake it until you make it. Make it yours. <laughs> and mm. You become it. <laughs> so boundary is important because of that. That's a really good answer. Simple but deep at the same time, of course. Both ways, all the time. What do you mean, though, more to be a vampire? I know most of the people listening here probably will be quite familiar with the term. But is there a difference between a vampire and an empath? Can you maybe elaborate more on that? And I, personally, I don't know about you, but I also have been hearing a lot these interesting conceptions happening lately around the word empath that many people simply resonate or say that they're sensitive because they are empaths. And I notice sometimes even some excuses appear <laughs> due to that word. Did you notice that to yourself? A little bit. And I've considered that to me. I had to dive a little bit more, that's for sure. And to understand, are they really talking a point that I didn't catch that attention to myself, you know, for my own purpose of evolution? And I have to say that an empath, what we are talking about here is that an empath sometimes is very sensitive to other people's energies. What we don't realize is that we bring those energies to our own personal history if we are not careful. So that's why boundary is an important place to practice, to To, to exercise because we need to protect ourselves no matter if we are that certain level of an empath. Yeah, we become more sensitive, but we also can and have the power to stop right there, to draw the line. Once you draw the line, then you are not allowing the vampire to suck your own energy or you sucking other people's energy. And then you are very well comfortable around your own circle. What other people are saying as well, being an empath is the cause of a person that has not healed from their own childhood traumatic experiences, either from parents or no parents, whatever it was. Looking back, and that's what it made me to look back into myself, is like, compared to many other people, of course, we shouldn't be comparing, but on a deeper sentence is like, I didn't have such a bad experience when I was a kid. I mean, certain things were bad. I didn't have my father's company, for example. But still, where is that deep trauma? We are more than this. There is so much more to add into this. It's our own story. It's the karmic story behind all of this, because we are not just this life. Hmm. We have other lives that we lived before. So we are bringing certain things from other times as well. As we go on in, in terms of living, the years go by and we keep coming with new stuff. So there are so many details to look into. It becomes very superficial the way we touch into the subject of a becoming an empath. An empath, it's more of a spiritual part of it. The one that has mediumship to be clairsentience. So we are clairsentience people or beings, if that helps. Becoming an empath can become an excuse to certain people. It's the same as uh, living with ADHD. Those things can become an excuse the way we live our lives. So let's undo, in a way, what is an empath? An empath is someone that can... In be in tuned with you and still respect you and you 
are still allowing yourself to move freely without destroying the space of the, the empath. Now, with regards to the vampire, and I'll bring that word now answering to your question. So a vampire, I already said it, so is someone that sucks our energy. But now, let's introduce here something. Even the most enlightened person can suck the other person's energy if you're not careful. How does that happen? It's just like boundaries, if you think about it as a circle. If you stretch your arms into your front and you move them in a circle around your body, that's the spectrum of your own size of light. Let's just put it as an example. If someone reaches out to you and they match a bit of your own space, they are catching your own energy, they are a vampire. But that's because they are reaching to you. They are the first ones moving towards you. If you do the same, you're becoming a vampire to them. That's how it works. That's the more uh, visual part for people to understand it. Now, as I was explaining to you before we started, we also need to realize that we meet each other like a dance. It's the same as nature. The animals, when they meet each other for the very first time, they have this dance <laughs> they look at each other, they, they smell. They don't have the consciousness that we have, like, what is it that you're looking for? You know, the judgment, the preconcept of a lot of things. <laughs> so animals, they are more animalistic, right? They are more um, be here just now. The smell is not good. I will react towards it. If I don't like your attitude, I will react immediately. So there is no balance over there. And that's why we as humans have the power of the consciousness to bring that forward, to practice it, to become a self-discipline, and therefore to change ourselves so we can move on and have better relationships, understanding what is it that I am bringing to the other person by becoming a vampire towards her, mm. or even realizing Yes, I have been a vampire all this time. And I didn't realize that's why this person or the other one has been away from me. So it's that self-consciousness that you become over time. But this comes with practice. Again, they are simple lessons, but they require a huge amount of practice as well. Mm. That's one of the things that you learn in the shamanic path. And also by doing shamanic coaching, that's how I call it. Because more and more we are just remembering of our own essence and how we need to remember that these codes are important. A lot of tribes, a lot of communities, they still have it, but why not bring it in a more constant daily routine, you know? Oh, yes. That's what I mean about boundaries. So try not to be a vampire and be respectful <laughs> first of your own energy and understand where is the other person at at that moment? Because probably when you meet someone for the very first time, that's your preconcept of a judgment of that person. Mm. Give it a second, a third chance, a fourth time until you see the deepest of the other person. And when I say when you see the deepest, that's when you see the reflection of yourself. So food for thought, maybe. This is so precious. Because you are destroying the labels of, you know, 
being just a vampire or an empath on the side, which we see a lot on social media. We just so good at pinpointing fingers, especially taking, you know, I am an empath side and like someone is torturing us, they're a vampire, you know, obviously. And no, dearies, it doesn't work like that, you know. <laughs> we are all both because we are energy. And that means that we are exchanging energy, we want it or not, but we can take responsibility and take care of our energy or just have this simple awareness that, okay, I was in a bad mood, you know, I sucked a little bit of someone's energy. <laughs> and like, I'm going to apologize and I'm going to work on that on my own too, you know, because it's all as you are saying, daily work, daily work. And if you allow me, it's just like, if you step into someone else's toes, hmm. the other person will become a bit reactive. <laughs> and karma starts shivering towards your own side, isn't it? And you don't like it. And you come home feeling like, hmm, I didn't like something over there. You don't know. You cannot pinpoint it. But at the same time, you have that sixth sense telling you, hmm, something didn't feel right. So all in all, the boundaries here how do you actually start? How do you actually become aware? And how do you even know that you have to do the boundaries first and foremost? It's very, very tricky. But I was thinking about that even today. And to be honest, you have to, as soon as you have those triggering thoughts, you have to act upon them. When I say triggering thoughts is like what I just said, how do I even start? How do I even know? Those minimalistic thoughts start acting upon them. Search on the web, because right now the web is everything, right? Find a few websites to compare information. Follow your intuition, your sixth sense, the sensor inside of you that tells you, okay, this one seems all right, not full, but nothing convinced me or something like that. Just follow your intuition. So basically it's me telling everyone to capture that tiny little single very simplistic voice that comes to you, not the loudest one, okay? The very simplistic voice that comes to you, either touches you, pats you on the shoulder, or just warms your heart and fills it with joy and tells you, mm, there's something in here. So follow that. Follow the intuition and then create intention. With those two combined, you can start your own process of boundary by taking responsibility, as you were saying, creating integrity, and so on and so forth. That's no. it. I've given you already an <laughs> example. An yeah, it's just interesting because, you know, mostly then we go to web to look about boundaries. We are like, where even to start, you know? And I guess most of us supposed to start in simply getting to know ourselves or creating more of ourselves because, you know... It's more about this awareness. The more we know ourselves, the more we are in tune with our boundaries, the more we are in tune in communicating them without also judgment to another person because it's fine that someone doesn't understand us, but we can still say no with love. And I think that's what is the hardest for most of us, isn't it? That's true. But I guess the learning experience, I talk for myself, I'm not saying that every time was like this. But the most impactful one is when you need to say no to yourself. Mm, exactly. We are the biggest judge on our own vampire, aren't we? <laughs> 
And I give you an example very um, dark, I would say, because that's our dark side, our shadow work that we need to enlighten it. And for many times I had to admit certain things that I was not comfortable with. So for me, it was like saying no to the perfection that we sort of create in our own minds, in our hearts, you know, of what the world is, what am I going to be? And I had to say, no, I'm feeling this. And that's taking me responsible of my own choice and my own feeling. And actually nurturing me by paying attention to that. Once I do that, I transmute it because I no longer feel that. It's gone. I just needed to bring it to surface. It's the same as you go into a lake and it's uh, full of leaves, dirt, and you cannot see the end of it, but you put your hand and you bring all sorts of things out and you still go again, more things coming out until the heaviest one comes into the surface and you say, that feels good. Okay, now I can see a little bit of the ground. That sort of visual. (laughs) You just answered my question. I just wanted to say, do you believe that? If we work on our own personal no, then it transmutes to the no to other people. And you no. do. <laughs> you feel it. Actually, it, when I said earlier, it's uh, spirituality is everything and nothing. So everything includes you feeling it, even though it's a bit of the abstract, because normally the science doesn't take so much the, the sentiment even though I disagree completely, but the sentiment of ourselves, the feelings, the emotion, or the emotions actually, they are essential to create the togetherness in the science itself, the pure science, not the science that we live by. But yes, we should be fully grateful of having this amazing gift of having emotions because they tell us everything. And then you think about that, you know, more those emotions are the energy itself too, you know, probably the highest form out there. So we should really appreciate it and we shouldn't take it for granted. And just because we feel a certain way, it's not just whatever. We can dig deeper into that and can uncover so many answers within those layers. Darling, do you want to share anything else about boundaries? Do you have any tips for people who just start maybe digging into it? I would just say that start by doing a bit of observation. That's what I normally say. Because when I was very, very young, I observed a lot. I just simply observed. I didn't speak. I had problems, not dialect problems, but I just couldn't express myself very well. So I just simply looked. And I observed so much and I absorbed so much information from that time that I still carry on observing people. And that helps me quite a bit. And that's how I start by reflecting each day at the end of the day. If you want to do a journaling, you can do so to reflect on the actions that you liked or disliked. That's a first step, for example. And that creates a space for you to reflect on that. And then another space for you to write down what is it that I would like to change the next time I do this or have this sort of experience. And thank you. And always be thankful for that. That's it. Bring it on a daily life, on a daily routine, and you start. That's a really lovely, you know, way how you can understand your boundaries more. Because I guess that's what also many people question, you know, what are even my boundaries? 
And exactly, we can find them every single day in our actions and communication with other people and ourselves. So simple a way as journaling can do miracles. So no surprise that so many people are talking about the benefits of journaling. (laughs) That's why I wrote a book (laughs) because of that. I didn't realize, but that was my journey itself with emotions, with whatever Mm -hmm. was inside of me. So, Do you want to share how your book is called, dear, so everyone can hear about that? Well, the book is called The Voice of the Body. However, it's in Portuguese. (laughs) You can still, if you are learning Portuguese, who knows, one day it will be The Voice of the Body in English for sure. But it's on Amazon for those who really want to watch it and buy it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Or if you're coming to Portugal, you can have a, a signed book by myself. Oh, you're so sweet. That's really lovely. Okay, Diara, now we can talk for even more about boundaries and about limitations and probably examples of what we can create in regards to that. But what would be your final note for people, either in regards to boundaries or something that just come as a download for you right now? I think the most important parts I've given already, because they are very profound. I mean, it's like food for thought. Yes. And food for your own heart to follow. Nonetheless, I would advise everyone to do this sort of journaling. If you're not really keen to start that way, find someone. You need to start somewhere in order to search yourself, to find who we are. It's a self-development on a daily basis or a weekly basis, however you choose. And the quicker you do it, if you are in tuned, again, following your intuition you will find the right answers. And you will find also your own shadow work through the years. It will be on and off because we are the sort of wave that comes and goes of good experiences, less good experiences. But all in all, you will transmute them. It's the same process as the lake. As soon as you bring, sorry about the term, but the shit out, (laughs) you will feel lighter (laughs) and more peaceful. So let's do it and feel the light that you are feel the peace inside of you every day and notice how you once were and how you are now beautiful you are so amazingly deep we need to do another episode soon (laughs) (laughs) thank you i'm pretty sure everyone have got really not just juicy stuff but some really deep depths where we can dive in because we all have this shit lake to uncover <laughs> you know and it's not the one-time job it's not that you clean your shit lake and then it's over you know things happen in our lives and sometimes we mistreat ourselves or others and you shouldn't of course our judges but we can again take responsibility for our actions and remember there is always positive things that you will find along the way oh absolutely i mean even in this shit lake yes <laughs> course without having that shit like who are you anyway so (laughs) (laughs) absolutely and it's all connected in the end you know in the in the most profound ways so (laughs) i love this chat thank you diary very much for joining us where people can find you where are you actually the most active i am on www.rivajazz.com and also on instagram at the inner voice path or also Facebook at the Inner Voice Path. You're very welcome to find me those ways. 
Amazing. We're also going to have all the links on the show notes. So just jump in, dearies, and get deeper into the wisdom of this amazing lady. I'm really thankful that really you joined me and that, you know, you took your time together with me and all the people right there. And it really, really has been amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Diana. You're amazing too. I love this experience and sending much, much love to all of your listeners too. Take care. Bye, loves. Wow, what an episode there is. So many downloads, so much wisdom from River Jazz. I don't know about you, but I definitely have had a treat. So I really hope that you enjoyed this. If you have any input, if you want to communicate with River Jazz, just feel encouraged to contact her. All her details are on the show notes. And remember, boundaries are the essential part not only for your self-love, but for the love of others too. So take care, sweeties, and I will see you next time. Kisses!